now my kids are leaving me, I must not be good enough. I must not be lovable enough. I must not be, you know, I must not be, I, there's something about me that's, that's just not enough. And hello, happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of Dawn of a Better You. And today our guest is Janice Burgess. She wears many hats, and I'm going to turn it over to her to give you her introduction and exactly how she sees herself. So welcome, Janice. Thank you, Dawn. Thanks for inviting me to your podcast. Yes, many hats is right. I just have to know which one to put on any particular day. <laughs> I am a clinical pharmacist, a certified health coach. I've spent many years helping people quit smoking, so I'm a quit smoking coach as well. And But most, I guess, most importantly, I'm an RTT practitioner, and RTT is Rapid Transformational Therapy. It's a type of hypnotherapy where we get right to the where, why, when, and how an issue showed up for someone. And then we cure it right away. Understanding is so powerful, but understanding in hypnosis is extremely powerful. And so I, I'm finding that that side of my work is where I, I get the most enjoyment, where I see the most results. Okay, so for someone who was interested in RTT, but still a little unsure, can you let us know what they'd expect? Yeah, hypnotherapy, uh, a lot of people have sort of kind of a myth running around about what hypnotherapy looks like or what it feels like, because they've probably seen those uh, performances by hypnotherapists where they get people to, they convince people that they're Arnold Schwarzenegger and they're big and strong or whatever it is. It's not like that at all. It's actually really, uh, hypnotherapy is, is really a deep, deep relaxation where people are totally in control. You remember everything that is said. I, I really literally can't talk you into doing anything you wouldn't normally want to do. And we really just have a chit chat with your subconscious mind. Our, our subconscious mind is brilliant. It's beautiful. It knows the answers to basically everything. And it's just, we don't stop and talk to it enough, uh, often enough, or to get the answers that we really need sometimes. So do you work with just people off the street or is there a person that is in a perfect position to walk into RTT mindset wise and such? I can work with anyone, literally. There are so many issues that RTT is super helpful for. But what I would say is what I've been focusing on mostly is, I guess, in helping to instill some confidence and motivation and maybe some just some renewed energy into what other coaches are doing, in particular health coaches, but it can be life coaches. So it's really easy to feel like your irresistible offers are just not, you know, being accepted, not being uh, lapped up or not being, not hitting the right eyes. And so it really just helps you, I guess, feel really confident in what you are doing. And I have to admit that as I started RTT, even my own confidence has soared. It really has. It, it 
there's, I think now back to even a year ago, there are some situations where I would have been very deflated. I would have felt like very frustrated and, and that doesn't even phase me anymore. I'm just feeling very confident in what I'm doing and I don't care what other people think, what other people are doing. I'm just going after those clients that need my help. And there's quite a large uh, group of clients that, that RTT can be helpful for. So, so I've kind of been focusing still on the, the coaches, uh, coaching coaches, helping them become phenomenal and helping people quit smoking and then other addictions and even some, I guess, things like anxiety and stress. RTT is super helpful for lots of those things as well. So I'll take anyone in any, in <laughs> any issue really, because it's so interesting. It's so, so very interesting. Now, a lot of our listeners are single parent empty nesters who are trying to redefine themselves again. How would you go about RTT with them? Okay. Yeah. Great, great question. There is so much going on when you are a single parent that you're, you almost can't even focus on yourself because you're so busy just with everything else that's going on. So we would probably in, you know, in a 60 to 90 minute session, we would sit down and, and go through an intake, get really uh, clear on what kinds of things they maybe need some support with. And right then and there, if I feel like it's not something we can we can help with RTTL, definitely tell them, but I haven't come across that issue yet. But so we define what their issue is and it, it could even be weight management. It could be, uh, there could be all kinds of things that come up, even if say they're in a course and they're there, they need a better memory. They need to be able to write exams better. All of those things are helpful. RTT is helpful for. So, so we'll first find out what uh, in particular that particular person maybe is just struggling with and then we do a bit of a, a suggestibility test so we we i i practice the hypnotherapy with them and we do a suggestibility test to find out how open their subconscious mind is to suggestion to changing some of their thoughts and beliefs around whatever their issue is and then if that works out really well then we just go right into it if they're ready if not we book another appointment and and, but it literally only takes 60 to 90 minutes to, to do a full session. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then they listen to a recording for 21 days, and that just really seals in all the goodness that we've talked about in the, in the session. Because, uh, you know, if you've been thinking one way for a number of years even, or even a number of months, we just want to get your mind thinking in a new and more powerful way and that 21 days of listening to a recording, and it can be at bedtime, it can be any time of day, you can listen to it several times a day. It just kind of, I guess, helps the client build new beliefs and think, thinking around the new way of the new way they are going to think about whatever the issue is. So what's the longest you've ever had to work with somebody to actually get through these stubborn mindsets and barriers that they've yeah. lived with for so long? Yeah, in fact, you'll sometimes I'll start a session with someone and we'll uncover things that we didn't think we were there to uncover. And so the most I would say is three to four sessions. 
And that could be, and it's usually a more complicated issue that we uncover, something like post-traumatic stress disorder or severe anxiety or trauma or stress. Um, they sometimes will take anywhere from one to four sessions, but that's sometimes what happens. Like you uncover things that have been deep, buried deep, deep in our, in our memory and that people really didn't even maybe realize that they were affecting something in their current life. So, yeah, so it's really cool. It's very interesting. In fact, I, I've regressed. Uh, there was one woman that we did a, a hypnotherapy on and she regressed to before she was even born. She was in her mom's womb, which was so interesting, but, but a very valid start to why her anxiety and trauma were, were in place. Um, you know, so it was interesting. So what led you to start looking into RTT and become a teacher of it in the first place? You know, that's interesting because, well, I, I love Marissa Peer. I don't know if anyone knows Marissa <laughs> Peer. She, of Mind Valley, I've taken a lot of her, watched tons of her videos and taken a lot of her little mini courses, kind of. And then when she started offering the full training, I thought, okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm in. And so that was a big part of it. And then, of course, with the pandemic, I honestly had this month at home that I, I mean, I wasn't working. There was, there was nothing going on for me. So I thought this is, yeah, this, I think the, the universe is telling me that I need to add this to what I'm doing. And I absolutely love it. it it's phenomenal. So I'm really interested to hear how someone would contact you and how you would see that person before and how you would see the person after you've worked with them, just to give some context to the listeners. Okay, well, I'll give you an example of the, of the phenomenal coach sessions that I do. I met a beautiful young lady in, that lives in Mexico, and she, I think she was kind of struggling. She felt kind of stuck with her coaching, and we did a session on that. She was listening to it for the 21 days. And she, out of that, I feel like all of a sudden had this energy and motivation to start up her own gourmet hummus company where she's selling gourmet hummus in, in uh, Mexico. She's super busy with that. And it's, it, I don't know, it, it just seemed like it gave her kind of the little kick in the pants. Let's do this. This is something I've always wanted to do. I think we kind of see people starting to be calmer and maybe living out some of their dreams and desires that they've always wanted to do. So that's kind of the before and after. And then also just being, I guess, maybe feeling like they are more in control of what's happening in their life. They're, they're more in the driver's seat. I think that would be the most obvious things that I notice. With the, with the single parent empty nesters, a lot of the time, they're, they're just lost because they focus so much on their family and making sure everybody's fed and happy and the bills are paid. It can be a real challenge. So if somebody is really struggling with almost uh, a, a traumatic event, a, a 
big feeling of loss. Yeah. How would that manifest through the RTT and how would that be lost through the RTT? Well, we basically, once we identify what the issue is, there's a number of things we can do. And sometimes we do a combination of things as well. But it could be, it could be basically the client telling this, I guess, this part of their issue. Maybe it was put in place to protect them. Maybe it was put in place to, but maybe it's making now making them feel very unlovable or Maybe it was put in place so that they didn't get too close to someone so that it wouldn't hurt when they left them. You know, there's so many things that come up and there's so many ways that our, our thoughts try to protect us or try to keep us from getting in that same situation or feeling that same kind of pain or loss. And whatever that turns out to be, we usually will ask it to leave and the client uh, through my guidance will ask it to leave them that they'll decide right then and there are you done with this part of your life it it had a role it had a purpose it had a function it had an intention are you ready to get rid of it though now like it's not no longer serving you any purpose it's not no longer helping you out it was very helpful at the time but and if they're ready to get rid of it we release it we basically tell it to just you know F off, get out of here. And, or they may repurpose it. Some, some clients will repurpose it, you know, for example, something very toxic to be their cheerleader, in fact. So whatever this thing is that lives in their mind, in their body now, that served a purpose then can be repurposed to be the right thing. It can be, you know, an ambassador of happiness. It can be a cheerleader with, you know, pink pom-poms or whatever it is. So really the client decides and how they want to repurpose these thoughts or either do that or get rid of them. They're not serving them well anymore. And it's such a release. And you said we tend to put up the protective barriers to protect ourselves. Can you explain how something may have been well suited for that before the kids left and now it serves no purpose except to pull you down now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, let me think. I would say maybe the thought that you are not, lots of us think I am not enough, right? And this can relate to coaching too, but so <clears throat> you're, you're, you've got that thought, you know, my, my spouse has left me. I thought we were in love okay, now my kids are leaving me. I must not be good enough. I must not be lovable enough. I must not be, you know, I must not be, I, there's something about me that's, that's just not enough. And so getting to the bottom of that is sometimes critical. Sometimes it's about being perf and the perfectionism. And that's why, you know, you can never, nobody's ever perfect, but the perfectionism can make you feel like you're not, the need to be perfect can make you feel like you're not enough. Often just identifying that and realizing, you know what, nobody's perfect. I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to get it right every day, every minute. And there's so much power in, in just releasing that. And then all of a sudden realizing that it's not our job to keep everyone else happy. It's our job to keep ourselves happy 
and then we are going to be so much more useful for everyone around us. It's up to it's up to them to find their own happiness on the inside. And, and if it lives in you, it's not going to leave you. You know, the, if you love yourself, it doesn't matter. It, you know, you won't be begging or looking for love in all different places because it's there. It lives in you. I think that's probably been the most profound bit of info that we've uncovered with RTT with a client is that it, it's there. It's right inside you and... You, you don't have to worry about it leaving because it's always there. So if you had one thing that you could tell our listeners about self-care, mm -hmm. what would you really try to drive home today? Hmm. I think, I think I would say keep exploring but keep exploring all this inner stuff that we never use. Uh, so I firmly believe in meditation. Um, I think meditation can be extremely powerful. It can be a way for you to just take a pause in your day for a very short period of time. And even, I mean, number one, be thankful for all the great things you do have. Forgive someone or yourself for whatever it is you need to. And then visualize your perfect day and visualize your perfect life. I cannot tell, I mean, I cannot tell you how many times, I do this every day and I have people who wanna work with me because <laughs> my, my days go so calmly, you know, and I work in a very hectic hospital sometimes. And so, and with COVID it's been crazy, but I would say, Oh, yeah, honestly, people are so happy to see me show up because the day goes so smoothly because I've visualized it to be that way. It doesn't mean that stress isn't there. It doesn't mean that stressing isn't going to show up, stressful situations, but I, I think I'm just calmer and I know how to deal with them. And I have the confidence to know that if it does happen, I'm, I'm good. I'm okay. I'm going to just deal with it the best way I can. And so I would say, I would say, keep exploring those inner thoughts, keep exploring how amazing you are, just the way you are and build on that, you know, just build on that each and every day, meditate, explore, you know, just being thankful, gratitude, explore, take, you know, five minutes is all it has to take. I do my meditation as a walking meditation. I don't close my eyes, obviously, but I walk my dog every day and I go through the whole process because I do it every day. I kind of have a format that I follow myself and, and I, you know, I, I'm happy to share that with anyone if they reach out to me, what it is. And yeah, it, it, it just centers you, it grounds you and it makes you know that the day is just going to be great. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but basically what you're saying is we're all a work in progress and it needs to be nurtured every day in order yeah. for us to move forward. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's exactly, you said it way better than I did. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, that's exactly right. Okay, so are there any final words that you want to give to our audience that um yeah you know i you made me think of something it sometimes the words we use are so important so catch yourself catch yourself saying really good things about yourself 
you know, I am enough. I am lovable. I am, I am a really good, whatever it is. I'm an awesome mom, you know. I'm an awesome dad, whatever it is, right? Start telling yourself the things that you've, that you know are true and that you've always wanted to hear, right? Instead of saying, oh, this, I'm going to, I dread this day. Oh, this traffic is killing me. You know, all of those things, your mind hears what you say and a thought can become an action very easily. And so, yeah, so just be aware of that and Filter that into your life, those good, you know, heartwarming. It might be a little Pollyanna, but it's okay. It, it works. So.
And nobody else needs to know what you're saying to yourself. <laughs> no, exactly. Those, they are your thoughts. Well, thank you, Janice. I've got you all set up to help people for a great weekend. And <laughs> all of Janice's information will be in the description. And just as a small side note, I have worked with Janice when I had very low motivation and she was just wonderful. So thank you again, Janice. And I look forward to keeping in touch and maybe even next season having you as a guest again. Oh, that'd be great. Yes, I love that. I love that. And I love what you're doing. I think, I think that's so important. Thank you. And you. wishing everybody a great week. And we'll see you next Friday.